Hey guys, how are you? Today's guest is Sam Buckle. You may remember him from the first episode. I was down in Como for the Easter weekend and caught up with uh, with Sam. It was a, the hottest weekend of the year so far, so we went down to the beautiful beach at Constantine, one of them in Como, one of the most beautiful beaches in the UK. We made the five-hour drive down from London. Usually it should be about four and a half, but it took us five hours, uh, which wasn't too bad considering it was the Easter weekend. And the place is so beautiful, we just had to get in the sea every day, even though it was only about 50 Fahrenheit, 11 degrees Celsius here in the UK. Uh, but the temperature outside was about 24, I think, Celsius, which is, guess I'm kind of guessing here, but I think it was about 80. So incredibly hot for April in the UK. Amazing weather, beautiful. As I say, down in Cornwall is one of the most beautiful parts of the UK. Uh, and uh, we went down to the beach. It was one of the strangest things because there was a kind of a quicksand effect down there on Constantine. So we were sinking into the sea. You're going to maybe hear that on the, on the recording a little bit as well. Uh, it was 4.20, so I had a big bag with me uh, <clears throat> and also my recording equipment. So I was a bit freaked when, was, when we started to sink in. Luckily, uh, we didn't get too wet and it was all fine and we could go ahead and, and record the podcast. Sam, you may remember, lives in his Land Rover 110 converted camper, which he uh, stays in with his dog, Gio. Beautiful Padenko cross, which he rescued from Spain, where it was a hunting dog. And uh, they're, they're really beautiful-looking dogs. I think it might be a Vigila cross with a Padenko. Um, and it was used for hunting out in Spain. But as I say, Sam rescued this dog through an agency, and he's, uh, they're, they're thick as thieves. So he's a, he's a wildlife photographer and film producer and most recently has been living and filming almost constantly with short-eared owls out on the headland down in Cornwall. He's filming them constantly. Check out his Instagram. It's at Land Rover and Hound. And you'll see some fantastic footage of all these short-eared owls that he's been following for pretty much constantly for several months now. So um, he's also looking to film killer whales. So if anyone knows or has a hookup or knows someone who's going to be doing a research project or a marine biology PhD or something and needs an underwater cameraman who can film killer whales, that's right, orcas, killer whales, he's crazy enough to get in the water with those. I saw a video today actually of a killer whale taking a seal and you can just see the look of terror in this poor seal's eyes as the uh, killer whale takes it under the water and it's just really is something that I certainly wouldn't do. I respect anyone who would be happy to get in the water with a creature called a killer, like a killer whale. It's just, you know, the clues in the name, right? Anyway, we had a really nice chat on the beach. Sam used to film surf videos and be in the water in Hawaii and South Africa filming some of the best bodyboarders. And, and you might you may even have heard his name before because he, he used to produce right. his own videos, surf and bodyboarding okay. videos. So all, check him out. I hope you can get a taste or, or glean some of the atmosphere and the ambiance from the uh, the beach there. It was, it was pretty beautiful, amazing, and it's just great to be at the beach, isn't it, when you've been working hard for all week, and especially when you've been through a long, cold winter in the UK. It's great to have that, that hot weather. So thanks very much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy it. Sam Buckle.
Fit Life. That beat was about that size, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was what I thought it was, Devil's Coach. I can't believe I couldn't remember the name. Devil's Coach horse. Devil's Coach. And they can actually bite as well, painful bite. Oh my gosh. Thank God I didn't get bitten it's, by If it still beetle. feels threatened, it mm. squirts a foul-smelling fluid from its abdomen. I was right. Devil's, Devil's, Devil's Coach. Coach horse beetle. Oh my God. Well, thanks for saving me from that thing. I was picking up this beetle thinking it's a lovely, cute little thing. And Sam kindly told me that it would get sprayed with a skunk-like oil if I held it any longer, so I dropped it like a hot stone. I started filming some peregrines, but can't really film them that much at this time of year because um, they're nesting. Right. It's, it's, um, you have to have a license to film the nest um, so you don't disturb them. Do you, you don't need the license for the owls, though. Uh, no, well, they're not breeding, and it's it's a really weird one. Um, it, it's an offence to disturb any wild animal in the UK. Right. Or horse harassment, yeah, yeah. like that. But specific ones have more stricter rules applied to them. I think they call state, status one, so it's like kingfishers, peregrine falcons, things like that. So. Um, what about the killer whales that you were going to film? In Shetland? I'll yeah. still do it. Yeah. But it's need to. Scotland against the Shetlands and, but, um, so anyone who's, lis- who's listening to this and wants yeah, to, to fund me to go to, to Shetland that'd be nice except, yeah that'd be good what? except I kind of want to go to Scotland as well to film the because um, short-eared owls do breed in Scotland what and, about if you go back to Ullapool would you be able, you've got a lot of contacts up there haven't you mm. you could probably easily find some yeah I mean uh, the, the killer whales aren't there though the killer whales are only in um, Shetland really and sometimes Thursday. So you have to like piggyback on the back of a university project or marine biology. To get the, to, yeah, to yeah. Get the, if I really want to do it fully legally, yeah. but the, I've been looking into it as well. I'm not actually breaking any rules if I just wait for him to come along. Yeah. If I get in the water, even if I'm intending, oh, really? to, if yeah. I'm, even if I'm intending to film the killer whales, yeah. As long as I'm getting the water and they swimming along and approach me. Mm. But the cool, th- the good thing about you doing a project like that is because obviously all the time you spent in the water filming in Hawaii for yeah. surf and. And in the water, filming seals and filming with your underwater housing that you made. So it's not like you're just some random that's going, oh yeah, I desperately want to film. No, exactly. exactly. Um, also, yeah, I might as well say now, because I've spent the last five months filming owls on my own on the headland. I'm kind of socially <laughs> weird right now. Yeah, you look kind of like, a weird, like an owl. <laughs> like, you're like starting to like, what I'm, is it, anthropomorphize yeah, into a... Yeah, or morph into, morph into but, yeah. it, yeah. So, um, but yeah. You kind of... I've lost the ability to communicate properly. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I don't think you could ever lose the ability to communicate. <laughs> no, but it's weird being surrounded by all these people. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. You like. Well, hilarious. I would imagine you were spending so many hours. How many hours a day were you spending with the owls? I mean, sometimes. Oh, like literally get there for sunrise. Like literally before sunrise, wait to see when they warmed up, film them sometimes all day. Sometimes they only show themselves for two minutes, three minutes. And then you wouldn't know when they were going to come out again. So you just sit there, look, literally watching, spot for them. And they got to know you. Like, one, as well. yeah, the last remaining one, the male. Which, which is amazing because you wouldn't have thought an owl would get, especially an, a grown one, if it was imprinting as a baby. Yeah, no, no, but yeah. I mean, it's no different. I mean, it's like any wild animal. If they once say you're in their environment for a really prolonged period of time, yeah. and you've done nothing to them, yeah. they learn that you're not a threat. But, and they do recognise individuals. That's the thing as well. It was, it was comfortable with a lot of people, 
but then with me it was just ridiculous at the end like I said it would, like you could climb down and go to sleep sit 10 wow. feet from me like, it would go to sleep yeah, it was fully yeah. asleep it was fully wow. asleep I walked off left it where it was came oh. back 4 hours later Incredible. still there asleep because you obviously would, would never feed it or interact with it in any way no, it's just that oh, yeah, you're comfortable note, with your presence on that note I'm getting really bored and annoyed at all the wildlife filming that's putting food down for animals yeah. to get them to come in yeah. yeah that's cheat. well that's it's, obviously it's, cheating it's, isn't it's it? cheating I mean, it's bad it's bad practice even some of the best no, ones are doing it aren't BBC they? are doing it yeah. like the top series are doing it and it's yeah. some of it is just it's, bang it's, out of it's, 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 yeah. yeah it's not good really not good I, I guess. I mean, the on the hilarious note, someone I do know did take a mouse that their cat had caught, up, it was dead, up to the headland to put it on the rock. Because um, it was at a point when we'd seen yeah. the owls were struggling. I knew it wouldn't find a mouse. A yeah, mouse. yeah. But hilariously, we were then standing there, and then suddenly the raven, massive raven landed no. and picked up this mouse and started eating it. Oh my god. So, what did the owls do to that? Do then? What? Like, the raven came in while the owls no, were no, there. No, the owls oh, there. no, I no, see. no, the mouse right, was there. Right. It was like two days later. Friend had forgotten about it. I went, What's that raven doing? He went, oh, That's why I put that mouse I told you about. I was like, Oh. It was almost like a watership down for owls, like watching your Instagram feed. It's kind because of like, the film. Yeah, was going to be it was like brilliant. That. Yeah. The film's Every day there was right, either catching something and then there was the tragedy when the, oh, the one of the, the owls died. died. Yeah, no. did, did you find out what happened to it? I think it starved to death. You never will be able to tell. You sent it it's, off to RSPB no, or RSPB. No, no, but did you I mean, get I'll a ring? I'll be honest, RSPB are pretty useless at most things, so I don't really have much time for them after. They told me to catch a wild peregrine once and take it to a rescue centre. Really? <laughs> they told you to catch it? Yeah, and I was like... That's, as if that's going to be easy anyway. Yeah, no. Um, but, um, no, but, I, but the, you got the, the, the owl, sadly... What's that? Did you get the ring off the dead owl, though? It wasn't wrong. Oh, OK. No, there's not much point ringing short yeah. heads. Right. Because they don't really show up. These ones have been from Arctic. These guys could be the ones that's gone back. I might never be able to trace where he was from, right? Because he's probably gone back to like the Arctic Circle, okay? Like northern Scandinavia. That's funny. They so they actually go north for the um, they go north in the in the summertime. Well, yeah, they come. No, you've yeah. got to look the other way around. They've yeah. come south for the winter. Right, I see. So they, they call this. Around. Yeah, yeah. This was their over. This is their south. Yeah. Yeah. So and uh, what's weird is the Scottish ones only fly a short distance. Yeah. So they'll probably sometimes go to South England. Like, there's always a couple here. Mm. Those would always, they're always here for winter. Those means they're probably from Scotland. Okay, the right. The ones that turn up weirdly in weird places, random yeah. winters, when there's a load of them, there was some, like, we're all down the Cornish coast. Okay. That's when there was obviously a storm. And that's what dictated, those are the guys that travel, like, thousands of miles. Wow. And they just end up on whatever land mass the weather system takes them to. It's incredible how they navigate like that. I read something, actually, they did this this test to some people recently. They took, like, some magnetic field. So, you know, the birds, it seems like they travel by a magnetic mm. field, maybe, perception. And they found that humans have that ability somehow. So they actually sh- exposed them to a magnetic field and then measure, measured their brain waves. And they were able to detect on a very, very, like, slight mm. scale. So, I guess... No, I believe Maybe that. I've, I mean, not be funny. Since I lived outside, my mm. my instant awareness of what direction I'm facing. In terms of compass, you kind of know. Yeah, I know exactly. Know. I know everything. Yeah, like fully everything. Like, weird, like like literally. You know, this is why I'm working out about going to Geo because like I, I just know that the sun's going to start coming in the back window, so yeah. it might start getting warm in the yeah. vehicle. I was like sitting there working that out. Well, when we live in stale, like sterile offices, all. Most well, yeah, of the when population. Got, when you haven't got the movement of the sun on your yeah. eyes all day, 
all this atrophies, all this. But you got to think, like, up until about a hundred years ago, people would have all. Oh yeah, just yeah, like most, you're saying, it's ridiculous. It'd be just second stuff. nature. Yeah. But we just don't it, even no, think but about it. 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 comes back very quickly. Yeah. Well. But the, the other thing that was interesting you were saying about the electronics and stuff being inside the van, because oh, obviously you live in your van all honestly, year round. I struggle yeah. being in in buildings now. You get headaches, or you get no, you can feel, feel the electric. Shit. I'd only describe it as just feeling crap. I wouldn't describe it as anything. Do you think it's Wi-Fi or anything? It's all of it, yeah. and it's it's just constant like electromagnetic field. I'm not some fucking tin foil person, but it's, <laughs> it, it is. You no, know, but it is. I, yeah. live in, I live in a, I live in an aluminium foil box, effectively. Yeah. So when like a Faraday the, when cage. the engine's off, <laughs> and like the Wi-Fi is hotspots yeah. turned off on the phone in the front. You turn it off in the in the night, do you? Yeah. And I struggle to sleep inside the house. Yeah. Really struggle. Mm. And I guess it's I all the sounds. I hear the ring main. Yeah. I can hear the ring main. Hear the what? The hum from the, ah, the right, ring right, main right, in the right. house. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> you think you're in a coil. And he's like, oh, it doesn't do anything. So, well, the coils, how motors work, electromagnetics work, solenoids work. Yeah. In that induces something. Mm. Your whole body's made of iron. Yeah. Your whole body is full of iron. And well, and electrical charges as well. Yeah, and electrical yeah. charges. But iron, though, no, but think about the, like, I'm just talking about the electromagnetic. Yeah. The coil is electromagnet. Yes. And this isn't the life. If, if you turned on an MRI scanner, yeah. and someone was standing in the magnet room below, yeah. you literally do. Well, you explode. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, the, 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 like, the blood literally gets sucked, like, because the iron content. Yeah. But for, I know this for a fact, because a friend of mine actually used to, somebody's drunk um, mash tun. Yeah. yeah. That he actually built. He used to build. Really? His job was install the MRI scanners. Wow. And like literally, they have so. They literally can have like like if, it, if someone accidentally left a yeah like a ring or something. Yeah. Like damage all the kit. It could fly through the bullet like into the. Yeah. Well, also it would probably if you had a ring on, it would cut your. Finger no, 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 no. I know. I mean, you can stand. No, I know. I mean, if someone had left like a like a washer or something in the okay. floor when they're building it, yeah, oh, and then it's powered up. Yeah, yeah. That will go <laughs> just oh, do damage. Gosh. But if you think that's extreme end of it yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the lower end is still doing something yeah yeah definitely. do you know what I mean it's yeah, like, yeah. I hate it when it's yeah. like oh well, it's, like, it's so weak it's, not, it's, it's still doing something yes do you yeah, mean yeah. so it's definitely. yeah no definitely but the electromagnetic thing and what are you looking at no there was a little thing like a woodlouse but it was a sea louse I guess it was a kind of a sea louse you probably yeah, would know what it was it was just down there and I'm just I can't see where it's gone now it was just ah uh, that's Glorious so you're not going to take any of these mussels and cook them up. No, they would never, never, never eat these, dude. <laughs> you eat them from the low reef over where okay. that rock's down there. They're all right. I've eaten them from there before. Because that's constant. Yeah. Right. But I mean, these sort of yeah. mussels that are on the top here, yeah. they're not great because they don't grow. That you, Basically, the best mussels that you eat are grown underwater all the time. Right. So these things, those big ones that are worth eating, are old, man. I mean, they're right. really old. Okay. Once you eat, you know how shiny they are yeah. and clean. Because they grow really, because they feed 24-7. Yeah. These yeah, guys yeah. are only feel, feeding for like eight hours a, a day. Whereas those other guys are feeding yeah. 24 hours a day. The ones, the, I think the way they kind of do it with the seed culture, whatever they call it, they hang it from a string, don't they? I think so. And yeah, yeah all them. bags. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know quite a lot of people who work on the, yeah. um, the main company, actually, uh-huh. the Hostel Bay Muscles. Right. Um, and yeah, it's mad when you see actually how clean and healthy they are straight out the net. Mm. There's no like cleaning. I mean... And you know they all go through um, ultraviolet sterilizer tanks in clean water for a few days. Oh, do they? All I don't watch to clean the outside of it. No, it's clean the inside. So the water, they're filter feeding in tanks. Ah, I see. So that's why nobody gets wow. nobody gets food poisoning huh. from. If you get food poisoning, basically from mussels, hmm. you didn't really get it from the mussel. You got food poisoning from right. that. Right. 
restaurant well, anyway, most of the time? I had something last week because I went, we were up in the mountains and um, mm. I had um, steak, because remember we used to have steak tartare all the, mm. those years ago and it's yeah. kind of diff, like you can't go up into the mountains and eat right yeah. on the top without having steak tartare. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, right, have you got steak tartare? They're like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Is it, you know, fresh and everything? Is okay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, oh. sir. So we had that and um, they mixed it all up. It looked amazing, honestly. That you probably got sick from the egg. It might have been the egg. There was a raw egg. You know beef. Raw beef. Yeah, but you know raw, raw, you know beef. The reason you can eat it raw, you know, you can pretty much eat beef that's on the verge of going rotten. Really? Okay. But you won't get yeah. the bugs that go on it aren't really. Well, is it your? There's some part, organ in the body that's kind of redundant, which I think used appendix. to be. Is no, it your appendix. They, for they don't know. Some people say it was for um, yeah. meat. Some people say it was for the opposite for. Um, Cellulose for plant mm. fibre, you know, like right. cell walls in plants, you can get access more of the nutrients. But uh, I think it's more likely to be meat, to be honest. But I've never been sick. So there you go, while we talk about this, mussels, there you go. Yeah. Mussels and shellfish, weirdly, it's a brilliant Ray Mears programme, and other, I knew about it before, but basically, yeah. that's how we discovered cooking. We didn't suddenly oh, really? saw off an antelope's leg mm. and roast a joint of meat. Mm. Basically, we we developed foraging I mean all ancient all the ancient um, like sites where there's ancient cave paintings all ones in Europe so the oldest site, settlement yeah. sites were I mean of, of literally the earliest sites yeah. of, of modern, yeah. not modern humans even so, so you're talking like 20,000 years yeah. ago yeah, yeah. And then so basically, I think it's yeah. they're, they're all they're like fire, in Turkey they're Antalya fire, yeah and France and all France the, it's all yeah. coastal yeah they were all near rivers or yeah. coastal yeah. and the whole bottom of where their dwellings are and the, and the fire any evidence of fire pits mm-hmm. is feet and feet and feet of shellfish, shellfish. Like, like, te- like depth like yeah. that yeah. and if you think you're freezing cold been in the water mm. you lit a fire to get warm yeah. and then you'd have put what you've got and then accidentally you'd left it too near the fire yeah, 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 and they'd yeah. cooked themselves in their own juices and you'd have gone oh yeah, 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 yeah this yeah. is good yeah. and that's how basically they huh. think and it makes sense because there's no other way you'd have nobody would have just gone mm. take this and cook it. Do you know what I mean? It's in, and if you think they're in their own juice, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't, have, you didn't have receptacles or things. Mm. They didn't have bowls. They, so, they hadn't invented mm. things like that. The most tall they had was. Well, do you think it was also because they realised they would get sick if they ate it raw? No, no, no that's. Do you know what I mean? Because if it had gone off a little bit, no, but you wouldn't have known to cook it. Yeah, the cooking didn't exist. The word yeah. cooking didn't yeah. exist. Mm. So, um, and if you look at. Um, there's loads of different cat deserts like, that they had on one of the latest blue planets or one of the things and they're literally in their wastes bashing um, mm. shellfish off rocks with wow. a stone getting rock oysters off mm. to eat them where was this? in Asia somewhere oh, right. but that then that leads on to why it supports aquatic ape theory which is actually slowly again being oh. accepted you know how like your yeah. designs well, there's you a sh- shouldn't be able to stand up yeah because our design shouldn't work yeah. like the hips and the back mm-hmm. why we, and also why we suffer from such bad backs and weakness because yeah. it is a bad design yes yes, yes and by wading well, around well when you think of dogs and we know, then we're standing yeah, or, but or we're bears wading around monkeys, no, but, yeah. monkey, but when you see chimpanzees in the water yeah. the weight of the water mm. supports them and they can stand much more upright right. so if we were evolving collecting ah, shellfish huh. and then walking around in the water all the time that's what enabled us to wow. yeah. and they, they really do it's starting to get more credence hmm. So they're saying that that might have been one of the main foodstuffs for. It was our main. Food. It was it literally was the main foodstuff. Yeah. I mean, like literally, like the Ray Mears thing was talking about survival, and he was talking about it. They're brilliant because they cook so quickly. Mm. Like if you do need to cook food and get hot food, yeah. literally piece of wood, you lay them all on a piece of wood, and you put a piece of wood straight mm. on top of the fire. 
Right. And the wood burns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the heat of the wood. And then you've got all the muscles laying on the clean piece of wood and you can just sit there and eat them. Are you using much much foraging because you're living I, constantly in the I haven't recently. No. It's coming into the time of year when it's easier though. Mm. Like the stuff that James was kicking around earlier. Yeah. That was um, CB. Oh yeah, and you said um, rocks on fire. Rocks on fire. Yeah. So I think it might be just might be new, it's growing new, like it's mm. just coming out. Because I've seen some of your posts with on Land Rover and Hound with um, rocks on fire. Mm. I love rocks on fire. Marsh on fire's growing already, and then I kind of want to do a bit more different shellfish this year. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, there's talk because you're not allowed to free dive for, sh- for things in this country and sell them to restaurants. Okay. Stupidly, I think we talked about that before. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. Man Caro, who I'm doing some filming for, who do amazing feast nights. Mm-hmm. Chefs asked me if I can do it with him one really? night. Um, I'll, cl- I'll forage a load of sh- um, spider crabs, and we'll serve it up as a um, as a. We'll, oh, but because we'll, I'm not, I'm going to gift it to them, and they're not going to charge. They won't be charging the people. It's just to be given to them as an extra. It won't be on the amazing. menu, and we're going to give it as an extra course. So it's not actually illegal. Uh, so no, no really? money's changed hands. Yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, I'm going to get some. Um, well, even just for yourself, because we were at Talon Bay yesterday, and there were so many crabs. They weren't spider crabs. No, they no, but there are spider crabs edible. now. Friends, no, there are spider crabs at the moment. Well, um, that's what I was saying. Someone was asking me, you know, can you get bigger ones? And I was like, well, my friend Sam gets big spider crabs just out there. Yeah, they were, um, they've turned up. They're, the spider crabs have turned up. So, And it's interesting what you said before as well. They're not... You would have thought a huge orange spider crab like that would be quite rare and you can't take it, but you were saying there's so many of them. Oh, last year was thousands. Hopefully yeah. it's the same I kind of have got a thing in my head that I wanted to see if you can eat barrel jellyfish. Oh, jeez, why would you want to eat that? Because the tops are like hard. They look like aliens. The top's firm. The top's firm. I want to see what you can do with it. It's not like soft and jelly. It's like some weird bacon lardo. I want to see if you can make wafer-thin shavings off it. I just want to see what it does. They eat jellyfish in Japan. Like sashimi. Yeah, they eat jellyfish in Japan. Well, Apparently it's hideous. I actually heard a, f- a good friend went to, out to Japan and he said the other thing they do for sashimi is raw chicken. So they take raw yeah, chicken yeah, yeah, yeah. and make sashimi out of it. It's only this kind of, it's only like, if, if the chickens are reared properly, you can eat raw wow. think you serve guinea fowl raw and um, like pigeon. Well, jellyfish, there's so many barrel jellyfish here. You would have thought, it's, it, but, but you have to get a fresh one, obviously. Yeah, yeah I'll take, yeah. take a live one. Jeez, How would you catch it as well? Those can sting you, eh? Oh, they sting you. Barrel yeah, jellyfish, they they're probably, what, one, two feet in diameter? Yeah, a couple of feet. Yeah, and the, the stingers come down like four, ten four, feet? No, three, four feet. Blinking out. They're heavy as hell. I, I had a picture of one, and my daughter was going, what is that? That's like, it's like an alien, because it's kind of blue. Yeah, do you remember? Yeah, that's that picture. Oh, yeah, that was with you. Down yeah, at, yeah, down yeah. Down yeah. yeah, that's when they die, though. They go funny colour. They go, like, tur- like weird, like... Weird bluey green, but yeah, I need to look into it to see if you can eat them. Yeah, um, that would be amazing if you could. Is that the raven? It's a yeah, raven up there. Just coming in. I think that's the pair of ravens flying. So you're like a proper ornithologist these days, Sam. Oh no, <laughs> I've been hanging around with too many weird birds, but with all the twitchers, they call them twitchers, don't they? No, they that's that thing. Birds. No, no, they're birders. They okay. do birding, and the activity is twitching. They're not a twitcher. Sorry? No, no, it wasn't us. <laughs> it's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know who made it, but they balanced it quite well. Yeah. Um, there's some stones balanced, like a... What do you call Oh, do you know the funniest thing I've ever seen? Um, not the funniest thing I've ever seen. You should never start a sentence with that. Um, 
there's a guy who does it down in St Ives he does it like proper like big, with yeah. big stones and balances them up and then I saw him one morning there early what do you yeah. actually call it? I, yeah. I don't know at the top I'm, of I'm a annoying, mountain annoying, the, the, no no that the, the hell out of me no yeah. cairns are fine cairns, that's a it, real yeah. cairn is fine but stacking and balancing rocks is pissing people off because it's People go into countryside and start yeah. pulling out bits of stone from, things, like, pe- habitat. from the farmer's head. Well, not, even, not even just that, even a stone that's been in the ground. Or a stone has wall. Got, no, no, just forget that. A yeah. stone just that's embedded in yeah, the yeah, like, there yeah, yeah. has got an entire habitat underneath it. Yeah. So you pick that up, you might have just destroy the lizard's like, yeah. Dw- yeah. layer, like a dwelling, whatever yeah. you call it. But um, anyway, this guy, just bear in mind how much patience it takes. Like, he's mm. stacking these things. I mean, these are like 30 kilo stones on the side, with the, like, the ones that are amazing at yeah, weird yeah, angles. Yeah. So, anyway. So it's funny, for something that is trans, yeah, down in St. Ives, yeah. something that is transient art, mm. anyway, and how much patience it takes to do it. Mm. I saw him one morning, and either the tide and also people have a go and try and do And he's standing there holding his thing, going, fucking people, fuck, oh, oh. man, so stressed. Well, why are these trying to balance this thing? Oh and he's getting God. angry, going, people come and have a go at it, don't they realize how long it takes me to do this? No. <laughs> and it's like, I'm just standing going, Wow, it's a transient art form, and so basically, I realised that was him balancing himself out. He's so having to be so precise and patient and calm. That was it, letting out with the imbalance (laughs) of his whole day. Like, and like other times outside that, he's like, like zen-like, balancing these things. And it was just his own head balancing itself out. Is that what he does all day? Yeah, all day. But you would have thought the other thing with that. Imagine if some kids or even teenagers came along and pulled one down. They could all, it all, it would like hey, all tumble down. Darwin. On them. <laughs> yeah, Darwin. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I've got a big thing now. The more people I see walking around on their phones, I can't. I genuinely always want to see someone walk off a cliff in front yeah. of me because they're on their phone. And it's I genuinely the mountain outside. Yeah. I can actually. I almost saw it happen the other day. Well, where are you? Where are you yeah, staying but genuinely, now? You watch yeah. people. They get out their car. There's a and huge they start going on the there. phone and they literally start walking forward. But forwards. explain what that is, sir. Okay, there's an old quarry at the end of a headland. So, we're, so, we're, so explain where we are. Whether, we're at the north end of Boobies Bay, sitting on the rock pools, around the rock pools on the rocks. And your and van is... The, the Land Rover's parked about a mile, third of a mile up the hill, um, right near Travaux's Lighthouse. Beautiful spot, really beautiful. But there's um, a huge there's quarry. There's a massive quarry just in front of where people park their cars. And there's no fence around No, there's, but people get out and go straight away on their phone looking at the settings to find oh what are we going to take a selfie or a photo but they don't yeah. stop walking forwards while yeah. they're doing it and it's like genuinely it's like you're walking towards a hundred foot drop that is a death trap though. I know but everywhere the I'm whole surprised of more people haven't been killed no, but, no, no but it's, been killed. I, I, can't, I want people to start getting dying because of it because <laughs> yeah. like literally people need to wake up and go yeah. you need to look where you're going yeah. if everybody says oh don't do it when you're, when you're driving it's actually slightly There's safer so when you're driving many... you're in a contained environment wow look at that surfer he's getting a good ride there yeah, and look at mate, big eh? Rest of the case, mate, boy's getting caught out, almost went over because he's unfit. Oh, and yeah, that's yeah. a person that gets really. Yeah, there's a guy, there's, a, there's an old boy out, well, like a 40 year old guy. Watch, oh watch. my gee, he's just, an old boy about to fall sorry. over, I'd say more like 50. Oh, he's almost falling again. <laughs> he needs to get out of there. He's on some slippery rock um, and he's about to hit his head. He's out on the rocks and yeah. he shouldn't be. And the huge the tides, tumbling waves the tides, coming and in. And the tide's here. now pushing in. This is um, Constantine Beach. Yes, called Boobies Bay, okay. which is the end of Constantine. Yeah. Um, but huge waves here, beautiful, beautiful waves. And, and he's slipping again. He's trying to get off the rocks. That guy he's, get the, oh, and oh, he's gone. He's gone. Oh. oh, that was that looks painful. Maybe we should go and help him. Ow! Has he got someone he's to help right. him? He's standing up now. Shit! He's hurt himself. Fucking hell! 
maybe he's gone into the water. He's all right, he's coming back. Yeah, no, he's not all right. He's shaken to hell. Do you think we should go and help him? No, Ben, I'm not, I'm not going to rush over there and hurt myself. First rule, Ben. Hey, you all right? All right, he's just giving us a thumbs up. He's, oh. he's in pain, buddy. He's yeah, up. he's hurt himself, but he's not dead. Yeah, <laughs> he might be dead. I, I like the fact that I rest my case as I'm talking about Darwin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. That is... People, it's, on a day like today, it's a, one of the hottest days... Of, well, it's the hottest day of the year, probably. People come from all over the country to a beautiful spot like this. The other end, of, they, the, yeah, the other yeah. end of the beach is lifeguarded today. Wow, they're, so they're obviously no lifeguards, but they, everyone's so keen to get in the water, but they're not used to being in this kind of situation. Well, I, watched, you are, so I watched three like twenty-year-olds go down to Crantock uh, the other day. I was down there filming. Now, yeah. and there's the odd bit that's fairly easy to walk down the rocks. It's like thirty foot, but there's the odd bit where you can see. If you open your eyes, it's a fairly easy slope. You don't need to get on your bar or anything like yeah. that. It's like you can actually walk down there. Yeah. All three had their phones in their hand and kept looking at whatever messages they were getting non-stop. Each of them, and they ended up. It, like a, almost a vertical drop oh, like genuine, oh. and they decided that was the best way to go down to the beach they it went down back the forwards me, like facing forwards and none of them put their phone in their pockets so they had two hands oh, free I was, and I, I actually had my phone out getting ready to phone the um, air ambulance because like it was going to be full spinal and full head injury oh. like if one of them had gone there was no two ways about it if, if you, if you had slipped or oh, 30 foot and if you had slipped you would have bounced off rock on the way down with your head so Speak, would, they would yeah. have been a broken limb and lacerations mm-hmm. and I was just like oh god yeah scary and, yeah so um yeah, because we're just not built to to go into well, no, natural the natural well, no, world. Are so anymore. sheltered anymore. Yeah, exactly. you need, oh no, why isn't there handrail here? I'm going to sue. Or yeah. oh, I slipped on that banana peel. I'm going to sue. You know, whereas when you come out to a place like this, of course, yeah. you know, none of that health and safety bollocks is it. Where's Isla? Where's Isla, James? Okay. Oh, okay. The kids are coming back, <laughs> also on the rocks, but hopefully being more sensible now. Um. No, so what's the plan then? We'll go to a pub and... Uh, oh, some, back in. some of these surfers are amazing. I saw some amazing rides. The, the, the overall, the surfers that surf here, they're, like, good. Like, they're just good surfers. Like, compared to, like, guys like, Fistra and stuff. Most people are, like, absolutely rubbish. Yeah. Uh, there's Isla. Um, so what are we talking about? Darwin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's in, well, that's the problem these days. You don't it genuinely any... needs to. No, but evolution needs to kick back in. Well, there will be. It'll kick in, but it'll kick in hard. There'll probably be a mass plague or a mass disease, or there'll be some swine flu. But whereas we've been lucky with the other ones, oh yeah, the swine flu, and we contained it, and everything's fine. The next one might be like pass like a cold, and everyone, you know, it could. It's going to happen sooner or later. Especially if we keep mucking up the environment. You know, I've heard this guy talking, this journalist from the Wall Street Journal. Um, and it was amazing the climate um, I can't remember his name but the impact that we're going to have in the next 20 years from climate change is going to be you know the likes of people like Trump are going to have to wake the fuck up and just you know oh. they're going to have to everyone's going to have to yeah also involved. is it true all these communities that have been set up like these in America ready for like a lot of the rich people have signed up to these I've heard about that yeah where you can yeah. go into a, like oh, a salt it was, it was cave on, yeah no 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 like full communities ready for like yeah. if there's a bit of a meltdown well, yes, I think there are some. It's kind of a racket in a way. So you imagine you get find a big salt mine and you say, okay, I'll put a gate on the front. Now you charge everyone $50,000 in the event that yeah. something happens. But I had heard a lot of famous people have signed up to like, some I of these be big surprised. schemes. It's like, yeah. Well, it kind of feeds into 
human mentality anyway, doesn't it? You can, scaremongering is easy to push, right? You can easily scare people, like Daily Mail newspaper or online. It's always scaring people about immigrants or scaring people about, you know, whatever it might be, you know, disease or uh, whatever it is. It's a similar kind of thing. You use that fear. It's like McAfee. The whole way, the way that McAfee made a fortune is by scaring the shit out of people. That oh, viruses. I know. My friend Huck worked for Semantic, didn't he? Oh, did he? Uh-huh. And it was like, yeah. So I can't re-say anything, so I just said his name, I'll get him in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can edit, I'll edit it out. Yeah, the funniest thing, this isn't anything bad about Samantha, I couldn't believe, he write, He does the um, online written FAQs, yeah. and also the, um, the whatever the, um, something sheets they're called, for the people who do call centres. Yeah, like, so the question the, sheets, like, question, the, like, like the scripts. scripts. Like, not just yeah. the script, but also the answers to certain, like, the main questions you get asked. Yeah. And what's insane is, in England, we've got it's done in English. Nobody does like a slightly colloquial one for call. Yeah. And then, um, or anywhere else. And um, but it, over in states, it's fully done, written in completely different language for like Midwest, oh, New York, what? So, California. So like they're putting the all whole, the intonations, the whole, the whole, the yeah, the slang. Because yeah. otherwise, apparently, people <laughs> literally don't understand it on the phone. And like in England, that's like funny. we moan about having a foreign call center or people do it. Like yeah. so, but this literally in America, it's done. But I wonder if there was a call center say in Newcastle for someone in let's say Kansas City would they have to use the same language? No but in America no no the call centers are literally done locally still it's like literally that's what the language you have to use it's incredible but that even down to like your browser that's if you're on in turn so turn that's what the FAQs would be written in like that it's mad isn't it it's like well did also did you see what happened with that guy McAfee with John McAfee so he basically he went mad he was had like a meth lab down in um Brazil or wherever it is, he had his. He, he, no, it was Costa Rica. What? And then yeah, and he got enough. He had loads of guns. He had all this staff around him. He was obviously, you know, doing a lot of dope, whatever it was. Meth, I think it was crystal meth or something. No. And he sh- then shot his neighbor. His neighbor was complaining about the dogs. He shot and killed the neighbor. He's a bill. He's like a billionaire. Yeah, I didn't know any of this. <laughs> yeah. Then get this. I think it was. I might be confusing two stories but anyway they fought oh yeah they, he sent a picture of himself on the run because he, he ran to, he escaped to Guatemala mm. and they used the metadata from the photo to track him huh. and anyway it's an amazing story you should look into it there's a Vice did a great thing on it oh look at that lab it's full in the water it's just scary watching all these people walking along the rocks here on the beach um, yeah who haven't really got a clue the poor yeah. dog is slipping and hurting itself oh that poor lab James what's the plan are we do we need to go or are we all right? We've got another 10 minutes or so. Um, uh, but yeah, you should... It's a, it's, a, it's a really crazy story, that whole thing with John McAfee. And then he's reinvented himself. So he escaped. He had paid off... So he paid... He financed all the government stuff there in the local area. So the head of police loved him. The mayor in the local town loved him because he'd given them money, even though he was totally high uh, off his tits. Amazing. Speaking of those kind of characters, how's uh, Sorry, I was Mr. Mr. Buckle? Dad? Mr. Yeah. Oh my lord. <laughs> Alive somehow. Um, yeah, he's actually lost weight as well. Oh, is he? Oh, good. That's good. I don't know what mad book he's writing next. <laughs> what was his last book? Yeah, it's a good. It was quite a good one, wasn't it? He's got two. The next one's now, what's it? Um, got to look yeah. up Rod Buckle and buy his book. That's uh, what's it? The dad. Eagle. What's no? Hey, what's it called? Because your dad used to manage Depeche Mode. What other bands? He used to be like a huge... Oh, like, what's it called uh, when you um, get rid of a um, regime change? 
that's it called this one is, is that called. what his book's called um, something, Regime Change with a Subline underneath ah which I can't think of off the top of my head it's in the vehicle I've got one Order Rob Buckle's book Regime Change he's in, some Thai, he's in Thailand and he needs some more money for some whiskey and rum um, <laughs> I can't think um, what's He's got Rod Buckle and someone. Is there a pseudonym or a different thing? Well, because he used to be quite famous back in the 60s yeah. and 70s, didn't he? It's, um, yeah, I don't know how to get into this one. Because we don't know how much of it's actually real and how much of it is he's, he's imagining his own <laughs> life history and embellishing it now. Well, he has got quite an exciting life history, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, completely. There's a lot of stuff about spying and things like that now. But... Oh, really? Was but he to be fair, with... he did always have that... Cuban passport, didn't he, when I was a kid? What was that? Cuban passport. What like is a Cuban passport? Cuban. Oh, Cube. Did he have a Cuban passport? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> well, that might, that kind of made it easy for him to go to the states because in those days it was no, really. No, no, he had, he had that as well. Did he have a U.S. passport as well? No, 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 no. <laughs> he got his Irish passport so he could travel better. Oh, brilliant! It's hilarious. Um, I'll tell you what, do you fancy going back up to the Land Rover and doing a bit more up there? Just cause yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll suns come round. We'll, we'll quit there and we'll see how we get on. Yeah, all right, no, no, cool, no, man. I was just looking at the sun, that's all. Cool. I might have to... No, you're right, you're right. We'll wrap up there. Good to talk to you, man. Cool, guys. Thanks so much for listening. That was Sam Buckle. He's a good man. Had a good laugh talking to him. He had to get back to his car to check on the dog don't worry the dog was in a very well ventilated and very cool back of a Land Rover Defender Land Rover was in fact a lot cooler than it was on the beach which is why he was left there because it was in fact very cool in the back the way he has it set up because he actually lives back there so um, don't worry the dog was perfectly fine it's just he needed to be let out to have a have a waz anyway thanks so much for that if you uh, like the podcast please leave a review or um, you know give us a rating you can find us now on itunes if you're not listening on itunes you can find us on itunes i hope you enjoyed that thanks so much for listening have a great day and uh look out for the next one hopefully we're going to have a a shaman not a shaman she told me she's not a shaman she's actually a uh spirit spirit guide so we're hopefully going to have her soon talking about plant medicines and the way they can be used in therapy and for healing so that should be a really interesting one thanks again guys Live.